Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Spilt, where we talk about anything and everything under the sun. I'm Sierra. And I'm Parker. And we have a fun episode today. Um, we said that we are going to be doing like these spilling the tea episodes once a month, and we've only done two. So we're bringing like, it back. We've done like three. No, we've literally just done two. Wasn't Christie's considered one? I I think we'll consider that one because it was like a, a big deal. Yeah, it was a big deal. I don't know if we did spilling the tea kind of vibes, but true. today this, we all are going to be spilling the tea. Today's episode is going to be very good. I'm actually excited to, to go for it and to do it. And I'm excited for you to share your journey. Thank Before you. then, we do have some updates. We got a lot to talk about. Updates. It was Halloween it was Halloween, and Coasty did not give a single F. He literally, we put him in his costume. He wanted to get out of it immediately. He wouldn't put on his hat. He was a Ninja Turtle, and there was, like, a hat that you could, like, put on the different color um, Ninja Turtle-like mm-hmm. things. Yeah. And he wouldn't keep that on. Um, and then when we went trick-or-treating, he was screaming, and just wanted to lay in the wagon and be carted around. And I was like, you know what? That's Love. a vibe. And Celso was like, why don't I just take him back to your parents' house and he can like play on their playground outside? Have more fun Because it was way. like pretty warm still. Mm-hmm. And he loves to be outside. So I said, slay, you go off and you go do that, my guy. That's so. fun though. Ugh, I love Halloween. It's always bumping. My neighborhood is honestly always crazy. Mm-hmm. We had over 300 kids last night. Yeah, you guys have a lot. <laughs> yeah. Your your neighborhood goes hard. We just, a lot of kids who just come, people just like come to my neighborhood. They just come. Can I just, a quick side note. Yeah. A quick. We were at a neighbor's house and this random car, like the trunk was open and people were sitting out of it and they swerved into the neighborhood and they all piled out and they were being like funny. They were being silly. And then... <laughs> This part's not funny. Um, (laughs) This part's not funny. But they were like, I need help. And then they were doing the sign for like sexual trafficking. And I was like, okay, that's not funny because like, I'm like, you need to do that if it's a serious situation only. And I was like, I could tell they were kidding. But I, my jaw was on the floor when they did that. I literally looked at them like this. And I was like, is it yeah. time and place for me to say, hey, don't do that? Like, yeah. I'm not trying to be, like, chastising them on their Halloween. But at the same time, I said, maybe don't do that, you know? Maybe just, like, be normal. Maybe not. But also, one other thing, while we're talking about Halloween, real quick. And then I'll shut up and you can go off. No, I love listening to you talk. So, Jovi was Elsa. And my okay. sister... um put in her um hair extensions and in, in her hair mm-hmm. and did like a braid so it was super long and she was Wait, like i love that joby got hair extensions no and then she literally was like that's funny i was my sister texted us in the group chat like hey when you see joby act like you don't recognize her so i get out of the car <laughs> and i'm like hey taya i'm like who is that next to you and joby goes it's elsa and then she's like it's me rah rah it's joby but because she when when he was doing her hair she was like no one's gonna recognize me <laughs> and i was like i'm obsessed with you so like she is such a vibe and is so funny and i was like this i can't wait for coast to like get this age yeah. kind of and like kind of be more into halloween and yeah. it was so cute no jovi's funny she's a funny girl she's i love that girl. 
but back so back much. to your neighborhood and your Halloween. That's about it. I just handed out candy. Okay. I wear my squirrel costume. Um, I don't think you've seen it yet. I'm I actually creased. did. I saw it on Instagram. Oh yeah, I did. It. I forgot. I posted you did on put Instagram. It in a post, and That's so right. I saw it. I did post that. I Instagram. loved it. Yeah, that was that was chaotic. I wore that to a party with Andy. He was wearing his Regency outfit. Um, that's that's all he knows and loves is his Regency era. <laughs> um, also went to a friend's house this weekend and binged all three high school musical movies, all three of them. And we were up till three o'clock in the morning. Perfect. And I had not seen them in probably like like ten years. It has been a long time. It's probably time. been a long time. My favorite thing about watching like old Disney Channel movies is like I know myself, like when they were when I was watching when they came out, I was like, the fashion is so incredible. It is everything like they are slaying these looks. Yeah. And then you go back and watch it and you are dying. It's Nick. So did you get that? Yes. Feeling? And I also realized how low budget the first one is. <laughs> like it is that is an indie film. That is an indie film. And then the next two weeks, you could tell that the budgets got bigger for each one. And the third one, like, it was a motion picture. Like, it was in the theaters. Like, I remember going to the Magna Theater. It had a cult following. Like, it was like, it's like Twilight, where Twilight, the first one, is an indie film. It's so bad. It's so bad. And then they progressively get better and, like, more money. And, like, it just, it's the same for High School Musical. And I was obsessed. I was obsessed. And then I also um, partook of this amazing risotto that Andy made. It was homemade. And it was gorgeous. Describe what a risotto is. Is that like a pasta? Like what is it? A rice pasta situation. Amazing. And it was butternut (gasps) squash. Ooh. And it had like bacon and deliciousness in it. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. That sounds amazing. (laughs) It was really good. What else did I do? Um. That's about 1989 it. Taylor's version came oh, out. Oh, I tracks, forgot. She popped her pussy on those vault tra- on those vault tracks. She said, "I'm gonna bend you guys over and slap your ass with how good Kate, these are." Which one's your favorite one? Well, of course we love now that we don't talk, but also is it one. over now? I said, yes. <gasps> "She I really also, went hard. She went hard." I will say, slut is not what I thought it would be. If that makes Slut sense. is good. Slut is good. No, it's really good. I was expecting like a different tone to mm-hmm. it, but it was still a good song. I also do love Say Don't Go. That's nice as well. They're all really good. They're all good. They're amazing. But nothing, nothing beats, beats clean. The- I knew you were going to say it because I know that you love that song. And I was also busting that, that, that song, song. Thank you for knowing me. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to me and hearing me when I speak because clean that has that's one of her best songs. It really is. Like it's such a good song. I remember like being 18 years old when this album came out when we were seniors in high school and just sitting there and like being emo. And just I, honestly, feeling. I could see that for you because I think Clean is about like a lot of like she said like a lot of people were like telling her who she was yeah. or like assigning labels to her and like finally like when she was like you know what I, this is not who I am I'm like clean so I feel like that, that really me. probably resonated with you because you era. got you got slurred a lot in high school <laughs> even though you were in the closet you know like I, people were saying shit about you or like saying stuff and it, it was just like I'm sure you honestly listened to that and you said. I am not what these people are. No, it was who I am. I was like looking back. I was low key an emo high school kid. Like I was, 
on the outside i wasn't like on the outside i feel like i was like me like i was like still like fun goofy parker but like low-key inside i was like unwell and i'm glad that you can recognize that and then you you came out and you said this is who i am and i said perfect and this you got a lot of love thank you in your life so thank you thank you you're a big part of that thank you um but this album reminds me so much of high school like it it is like when i think of high school i think of this album and i think of beyonce like the album like self self uh, named album yes oh did you know that i went to the 1989 concert yes. with my mother and, and my aunt i was so jealous because you went like the day after i went to the mtc for my mission it was it was literally like you left i went to the i went to taylor's um 1989 concert and i was living um, That'd be amazing it was to also see. like my freshman year of college and I was supposed to pay my tuition. That was like the last day oh or it's you're going to be dropped. And I like didn't know how to do it because again, I'm a freshman. So I had to call and this is again, a shout out to Miss Kelsey Lynn. I called her and I said, I'm going to give you my UID and my password. <laughs> I need you to log in and pay my tuition with my mother's credit card. <laughs> and I will also give you that information over the phone. And she did it. And I said, and thank you. You know what? Kelsey Lynn. It's a trustworthy source. She's a trustworthy she source. Also, okay, this is funny that you say that because she also had my UID login information because she used it for, to get books from the U a couple times. Oh, yeah. Well, you were still going yeah. there. So when yeah. I was going there, she just like used it. And I was like, girl, yeah, here, I trust you. Like, she's trustworthy. Like, she's trustworthy. Yeah. <laughs> That's iconic. I love it. Not her getting all of our U login information. I know. <laughs> um, is there anything else you wanted to touch um, on? I don't think so. I am feeling good. That's good. And what about you? No. Um, so let's get into it. Um, let's this jump is, right in. This is, I'm feeling nervous and not because it's like something I'm like ashamed about or anything, but I just like don't, I just want to speak clearly yeah. and just like hope that comes through because I feel like it could be a sensitive topic to people. Yes, absolutely. And so um, we're going to, I'm going to be talking about my weight loss um journey with semaglutide or yes. as other people know ozempic that's like yes. the main name Lugobi that people is another know one. manjaro is another name for it all those different names i didn't know there was that many different names yeah I'll, I'll be honest i listened to a podcast that i was recommended by andy actually um and it's maintenance phase yeah maintenance phase is the name of the podcast and they did an episode on it. And it was actually a very insightful episode on like just like what it is. So if anyone wants to go listen to that, just like to like learn like the medical side of things, because we're not medical experts. Let's see, are, yeah. are you licensed no. now? Okay. I'm not a medical <laughs> expert. And also like, I know that there's people that have been on it that are like, it does this and helps with this and this and this. And they could list off like the scientific names. And unfortunately, that's not me. So and that's okay. That's not you. I said, you know okay. what? I'm shooting this in my body and we're going to just see what happens. <laughs> it's just, you're literally, you said, I'm, <laughs> I said, I'm the, risking it saying? for the biscuit. Shoot. I'm, I'm shooting the shot. I'm I, shooting my shot. I'm shooting my shot. Quite literally shooting the shot in your ass. Not in the ass, in the oh, belly. In your belly. In your belly. In the belly. Okay. Anyways, take the floor girl. Yeah. So, um, I started, um, semi-glutide in April of this year. And, um, I think the main reason I wanted to get on it, 
Okay, I'm rewinding a little bit. So in April, I was one year postpartum with Coast, and I had been trying, um, like, working out and doing, like, workouts on this app, and it was just kind of discouraging because you obviously don't see results super quick when you go back to the gym and it's like, you know, I was going consistently like every day for weeks and I was just like, I'm not seeing anything. And it just like sucks because I'm like, I'm not losing weight, but I'm like trying to eat better. I'm working out, I'm doing all these things. And so I was just feeling really discouraged. And, um, I went on a girl's trip with some of my friends and we, this was the infamous Alex Earl trip. The infamous, the infamous Alex, Alex Earl, Earl trip. trip. And to, to Flaja. To, yes, to Flaja. To Florida. <laughs> and um, the dress code was like Miami chic. And I didn't yeah. know what to wear. I didn't know what anyone else was wearing. And I had ordered this set from Amazon. And it was like this bright pink set. And I was like, you know, worst case, like this will work. And we can go shopping in Florida. So we're in Florida and we are going shopping and like we're trying on different dresses and I was like, oh, I have my set. But I was like, you know, what? I'll try on these things because I found some really cute stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I'm grabbing like the largest size they carry and in everything I'm grabbing and I go back to the dressing room and not I don't know why I'm about to start crying because I'm like, really, it's OK. You're jumping back um, into like, how you're feeling then. Yeah. So yeah. like I go into the dressing room and I'm like trying on all these things. And of course, my friends are being like so supportive. And they're like, yeah, show us like what you got, like come out and show us. And I did not step out of the dressing room once because I could not get anything to like fit on my body. And I was just like, awesome. Like this is amazing. And I was just like, you know what? It's fine. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to be showing up to this event in an Amazon jumpsuit. Hey, but you know what? It flexed. She was a flex. She was cute and she ended up working out and it was fine. But it was just like that, like kind of just um, really like took a, a hit to my self-confidence, yeah. you know? And then we get all these pictures back. There was like a professional photographer there and like we get them back and I'm just like, I do not want these pictures to ever see the light of day just because I didn't feel confident. I didn't feel like I looked good. And it like, it honestly hurt my feelings looking at those pictures. And so I was like, I had heard about semi-glutide. And so I was like, you know what? I think I want to get on this. Um, And I think that an important step or like something you should ask yourself if you're thinking about it is just to like make sure your mindset is like in a healthy place because um, my mom did express some concerns. Like she was like, I just like don't want you to like start it. And then like you get off and like gain all the weight back and then you're like back to square one. And so I was like, you know what? My mindset going into using semi-glutide was to help like jumpstart a weight loss journey and like during this time because you know it does suppress your appetite so you're like not hungry to build better habits because I am a was a binge eater like I would just be like I'm not gonna eat any of sugar I'm not gonna do this and I would stick to that and then I would you know eat some chocolate or something and then I would just go off the rails and just like go hard Mm -hmm. and so I didn't have like a great um 
habit with like how I was eating. I wasn't like intuitively eating or anything like that. And so I was like, I want to use semi-glutide to like kind of jumpstart the weight loss process, but then also during this time, use it to build good habits by like getting into a good gym routine and like make sure I'm like choosing foods that are like nutrient dense and like things like that where while I'm not craving like sugar all the time Mm -hmm. or anything like that. And so, um, just to have that mindset, I think really helped because I think if I was to go into it without having that mindset and was to stop, like I wouldn't have changed any habits. And I do think like it is expected to gain weight back. And so I don't think you should be scared to gain weight when you get off of it because you're just going to be naturally like eating more. Yeah. And so it's like, I knew those things going into it. And so I wasn't like, this is the end all be all my only solution to losing weight. I was like, I want to use it as an aid with building like a workout routine and like eating well. Yeah. To start a thing. And I will say, um, I really have loved how you've gone about this is it's been very healthy and you have looked at it as like a way to like jumpstart this health journey that you wanted to go on. And cause you work out literally so much. I see your workouts every day on my watch. I see them. I get those workout notifications and I love it. And I'm just, I'm so proud of you for just like taking that and like you wanted to like make a change and you did. And I think like this drug can be looked at as like a negative. A lot of people like may think it's the easy way out, but I generally don't think it is. Like if anyone wants to do that for their body, go for it. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. And it's effective, obviously. <laughs> no, it is. Well, and this is the other thing is like, When someone, I do feel like you also have to make sure you're in a great mental space before you go on it because unfortunately, unfortunately, we live in a society which um, like we reward people or like speak more about people when they are like losing weight or skinny because the amount of times and like the most random people will just be like, oh my gosh, you look so amazing. And so it kind of like spurs it on because you're like, wow, I'm getting compliments from so many people like you look so good. You look amazing, you know, and so just to make sure that you are like. I don't, I do think that you just have to be comfortable in yourself at all, at all, all stages. stages. And like, and you, have to, you have to love your body. And that's yeah. one thing that I want to commend. This is for everyone at home listening. I want to commend Sierra. Like I've known this girl for like literally what? 11 years now. And I, um, Sierra's always been like one of the most confident people I've ever known. She's always been so outgoing and even when you still had your like postpartum like wait you're still carrying that you still were like your confident self because like you still loved yourself you loved your body but it got to a point where you wanted to like just get on a different track which is totally fine but that's why i love i've always loved that about you is you've been confident in your skin no matter what phase you're in and i want everyone to know that at home thank you well it was one thing i think i was talking about with cells was like um i have like looked back on like pictures before I was on semi-glutide or before I like started losing weight. And I'm just like so shocked because I was like in my head, I didn't think that my weight had gotten to the point that it had. And I'm grateful because yes, I have like really loved myself. And I think especially after having a baby and like pregnancy, like Pregnancy changed my entire like mindset about myself because I was like, I'm growing a person and like my body is truly incredible. Yeah. And then it was like, I got 
I had to get knee surgery. I couldn't work out. I couldn't do anything. And so I like had gained a lot of weight and like I was trying to like lose weight and like become more active and it just like wasn't happening. And I'm glad you said that you thought I had a lot of self-confidence, but like I think that I was confident, but like it wasn't who I used to be. Yeah, and that's so true. Yeah. It was like, I didn't want to get on semi-glutide to be like, I want my body back. It was honestly like, I want my self-confidence back yeah. because like my legs growing up have been like one of my favorite things about myself. Like I have really long legs and like in high school, everyone's like, oh, daddy long legs or something. Yeah. But like, I loved my legs and I got to a point where like, I didn't want to wear shorts working out. I didn't want to wear sh shorts like ever. And my legs, which had used to be like one of my, I don't know why I'm getting so emotional. My legs, which had been like something that I was like, one of my favorite parts of myself was now like a really big insecurity. And um, it's just been like so empowering to like, start working out and like I was like always wearing leggings and I was like gosh I'm so sweaty and like these leggings are the worst and the girls at the gym that I worked out with were like just wear shorts like these ones they like sent me links like these ones are the best and like I did and like to be confident enough to like wear shorts to a workout was like such a big milestone and to like not even worry about like what other people were thinking or anything like it was just, just really incredible and so that's been one of my favorite things is like, I truly like love my legs again, which yeah. was like really um, hard for me, like just even months ago. So, yeah, yeah. it's a journey. It's, it's a journey. journey. It you've been is working a hard. journey. You've been working hard. I, as I said, I get those workout notifications. You've been working hard, girl. Thank you. Um, I think it's good to like find like a, a workout that you really love yeah. because I'm like, even if I was to get off semi-glutide, I mean, when I get off semi-glutide, so I'm like, even if, no. So even like when I stop and like dose off, like I love going to the gym I work out at is like burn boot camp. It's an amazing workout. It's an amazing it community. Really and so it's like, I will still go. And it's like, one thing I will say when you're doing um, the shots and like, you know, it's kind of exciting to still work out because you're actually like seeing progress a lot faster. And so yeah. you're like more motivated to go because like, again, like the first couple months of the year I was working out consistently and like i just like wasn't seeing any progress and it was demotivating to you and it was like why am i trying to work out and do all these stuff then if like i'm not seeing anything yeah any like changes and so just to see changes in your body as you're like finding a new workout was really exciting yeah no, that's very true i will say burn boot camp is so fun i went with you once and it was a great workout i would go again but it's a little far from my home so just it's pretty quite. far from you. Yeah. And you know, quite. Parker's come once, but people are always like, Oh no, my gosh, I love Parker. That, he should come back. No, and so the way that like, it really I is an amazing friends. community. After going one time, I like made friends. They're like, everyone there is so nice. Um, it was so good. I see your topics that we wanted to discuss. Um, kind of brushed on it a little Wait, bit. Something came to me. Okay. What to share? It was something, what you said that I, I, um, I feel like, 
a lot of people, there's like a lot of negative connotation around using semaglutide yeah. or, you know, the other street names for it um, because it's like, oh, you took the easy way out. And I just feel like a lot of people feel shame being on it for just like weight loss because I know there's people who are on it for like other reasons. Yes. Um, and... I just want to say, like, there truly is no shame in it. And, like, you don't have to tell anyone about it. And I would, I, if someone was just like, you look so beautiful or, like, you look amazing, you've lost so much weight, I'd just be like, okay, thank you. But if someone, like, I had people being like, drop the meal plan or stuff like that, and I would reach out to those people and be like, by the way, I am on semi-glutide. Like, I am working out, but I am on semi-glutide. I don't want you to think that, like, Oh, if I go to burn boot camp, I'm going to lose 40 pounds in six months. Yeah. Like, could you do that? I don't know. But like, I personally was using semi-glutide. And so I think that like, it's not something you need to disclose at any time you get a compliment. And I feel like that's something that we do all the time. Like if I'm like, oh my gosh, like I tell a girl, I'm like, oh my gosh, I love your hair. And she's like, oh, it's extensions. I'm like, I, f- I feel like a lot of the times we always feel like we have to be like, we can't just accept a compliment. Mm-hmm. And so if it was just a compliment and like, you look great or I can tell you have lost weight, that's amazing. I'm like, okay, thank you. But if someone was like asking, asking how? like, how did you do it? Obviously I would talk about um, semi-glutide and I just think that there's no shame in being on it just to lose weight or for whatever reason, because I feel like there's a lot of things that people do for self-confidence, like lip fillers or like any cosmetic yeah. work or just like, Okay, if you don't want if you don't want to do it, if you want to lose weight another way and you feel like using semi-glutide cheating, then like don't do it, but like don't shame other people His or choices discount what they do with their bodies. Or discount someone's like weight loss just because yeah. they did use semi-glutide. Well, like I think the bottom line is like everyone has their own body autonomy and you're able to choose whatever you want to do with your body, whether it's um Think loving how you look and not going on semi-glutide whether it's wanting to go work out more whether it's going on semi-glutide like whatever it is um that you do with your body is your choice ultimately and that's like where it's like you shouldn't feel pressure either way or you shouldn't feel shame either way yeah you know like that's that's like the bottom line i was gonna bring up though if let's get do any, do any more thoughts no but like because this says mental health here do you, okay. do you see, you kind of already like brushed on it, but like before your postpartum experience was difficult. I will say you had a, a very rough postpartum experience um, just because of your surgery that you had to have after you had given birth to coast because of your knee injury. Um, but do you see like a big difference from when you started semi-glutide when it was be- like before and after, like how has that journey been? Well, I just think that like, I feel better about myself and I feel like because I've set these habits of like going to the gym and doing stuff, I'm more active. Um, Not just like in doing that, but like leaving the house and like doing things with coast. I think um, part of my postpartum was like, I felt like I couldn't leave with coast or like go do stuff. And so I think like getting out and being active and like being surrounded by a community, which a lot of them are moms and like they're going out and doing stuff with their kids after I'm like, Oh, amazing. Like I can take us home and we can have, we can do our things. We can go to the park. We can do these things. And so I think it's just kind of helped me, um, 
just be more active all around. And so I think that's kind of helped my mental health. Yeah. Um, the main thing I, I think I put that on there to talk about is just that I do think like, if you know people who are on semi-glutide, like just check in on them. Um, as I said earlier, I think, you know, you get praised a lot for losing weight or doing stuff. And so it, again, it can like spur it on to be like, I got to just keep going and going yeah. and going. And I do think that like, if you aren't doing well mentally, it could, you know, in the future create like an eating disorder because you're not eating on yeah. semaglutide. Like that's the main reason it's suppressing your that you're suppressing your appetite. And so like it, it could just be, I just think that like, if I wasn't doing well mentally and like, oh my gosh, if I get off of it, What's I'm going to lose weight and or I'm going to gain weight and like that I'm going to like stop eating because you know, that's like, you're not eating and that's the main reason why you're losing weight. Yeah. And so that was the thing is just like check in on your friends or family who's on it and just make sure they're like doing okay because it could, um, I feel like it could cause something down the line Yeah. if you're not doing okay. doing well upstairs yes um that reminds me of my queen claudia ashray who has been public about her semi-glutide journey and how she kind of shared similar thoughts where it's like she knows that when she's off of it she will gain some of the weight back and she's okay with that like it's like you have to like kind of make, make peace with that that the drug is obviously going to make you lose like way more weight than like what you're than like what your body's used to in a way mm -hmm. And so, like, once you get off of it, then you're going to gain some weight back, which is fine, and that's part of the process. So I think just, like, being prepared for that. And also, I think being prepared that the drug does not have the same effect on everyone. Like, I'm sure there's people out there who are on it and have not seen the results that they were wanting. So that could also be... Or the be results that someone else has, has and, like, yes. shared. And was like, I lost 17 pounds the first month, and someone's like, I've been out for three months, and I've lost three five. pounds. Yeah, yeah, so that everyone has had a different journey, and everyone's body is different. And that is where I feel like everyone has to make their own choice with like their doctor. They need to like think about it. They need to ponder like what it means to them and like why they're doing it. Um, so that's, that's for yeah. everyone. It's food for thought for everyone. At uh, home. Yeah. And I think that um, I, I, I can see how like losing weight and I don't know if I'm saying this right, but like it can become like an addiction. Yeah. Like, you know, you're getting the praise, you feel really confident in yourself, you maybe are like, and I know like weight's not a number or like, it doesn't matter what you weigh, but kind of more how you feel. But like, if you've reached a certain weight, and that could be like, kind of validating to yourself, yeah. or like, okay, and like, you keep going. So it just is like, I think, maybe just you set a time, like I'm only going to be on it. Like I told myself I'm going to be done by the end of the year. I'm going to dose off probably before we um, leave for the holidays. And so I'm like, if I get to the weight that I initially set out to get great, if not, it is what it is. And like me being on it for eight months, I feel like is a good time. Yeah. And I, I don't, I don't want to be on it for the rest of my life. Like me personally, like it is expensive. And <laughs> I think that's a good thing to touch on is that it is, it's, it's hundreds of dollars a month. And so it's yeah. like, it is expensive. And so it's like, it's I don't want to do it, um, forever. And so I think, yeah, having the mindset, like you are going to gain weight, that's inevitable. And to like, not let that 
spiral you. Deter you from your habits that you have formed on whatever it is. And that's another thing is that I feel like <laughs> as we're talking about this, you're doing great. I feel like I am just like a rookie because I, I obviously am not like a medical expert. And I keep on like going back to like the maintenance phase podcast <laughs> and their episode, like how well researched they were. <laughs> so if anyone wants to uh, go uh, look into that, they can give a lot more detail than like what I'm able to give. Um, but uh, we love, we love, I just had to put that in there. I don't know. I'm like, okay, um, I'll probably check it out because I, sh- I don't know anything really about like the components or they just, yeah, does. they talk about like the societal, they talk about like the medical, they talk about like the access, the accessibility for people and how it's really taken off. Um, and how people, it's become more expensive for people who used to be able to have like prescriptions for Ozempic and now it's harder to get a prescription and get an insurance for it to cover and all this stuff. So, yeah, yeah, I do it's a lot agree. Of stuff that I, don't know. I, I've seen it everywhere. I got a Hulu ad that was a like Hulu ad. a Hulu ad that was like, you see what semi glutide's done for your family, now get it for yourself. And it was like a local place in Utah. That was These like medical this spas like family, this shit. No, it was like a family owned pharmacy or something. And I was like, it really is like just like popping out. And I do feel like there's a lot of people who are on it. And so if you're someone that's like wants to be on it or like doesn't know if they want to be on yeah. it and it just seeing a lot of people in your life, like lose weight super quick, like don't be discouraged because it yeah. honestly, it probably is semaglutide because I can count on I could even I, use, I could count at least 15 people yes, just like on the, say, off the top of my head. I have multiple close friends who are on this drug. I will say as a warning for everyone, there are like some scams going on with like semi-glutide. People are seeing it as an opportunity to scam people. So be cautious. Of course, the scammers are coming out. The, scammer, the scammers love to be opportunists and they... See this as an opportunity. So be cautious of who you contact. Make sure they're an actual real pharmacy or a real doctor. If you have friends who are on it successfully, ask them for referrals because that way you can make sure you're getting to like a good contact. If you see some like sketchy ads, just skip. Be be cautious. Be cautious. Those are my those are my words of of warning is like financial wise because it is an investment financially. Um, if you don't have a, prescri- a prescription for it, which some people do, um, if you have a certain, uh, like pre-diabetic or other, uh, medical, medical conditions, conditions that, that qualify it and for insurance purposes. Yeah. And uh, an- another thing is, again, I think it's good to use, um, semi-glutide to, like as a way to build habits because like Parker said, it is an investment. And so like, if you get off and you haven't built those habits, like, you're just going to maybe see that investment go away. And like, of course you can go right back on it and, you know, do whatever you did want to do. But again, it is, it is expensive. And And so also like, not only is like financial well-being, but like mental well-being, you got to make sure that like, as you've touched on this multiple times, you got to make sure that like you're in a good space. And if like, if it like does not go as like planned, seek counseling if you're struggling, like for real, like you can like, Learn how to love your yeah. body that you're in. If it doesn't well, and I think it's like, I, I do think like, I don't want people to be like, oh, you were on semi-glutide because you hate yourself. That's not what 
I want yeah. the message to be. And it was just like, if you want to make a change or if this is something that's going to help you with like your confidence or something, you should do it. And it's like, you're not, people are on semi glutide because, you know, they hate their body and they hate the things. Maybe they're just uncomfortable and like want to make a change because yeah. I also don't know how I feel about this, but I did see how they're like marketing semi-glutide for postpartum moms. And I'm like, oh, that, I mean, see opportunist. It was opportunist. And I was like, I feel like the postpartum mm. mommies like give yourself a belly give breath. Give yourself some grace and, and give some yourself love. like, Again, I mean, I you went on it a you? year postpartum, yeah. so I'm like, I still did, I did go on it, but I just want to say, like, don't feel like you need to stop breastfeeding your child ASAP so you can get on something glutide or anything like that, just because, yeah. like, it is hard, and I feel like preying on the postpartum, like, f the that fresh postpartum, is... like, where you're mentally not doing okay, that's a little icky to that's me. Where, I'm and not going to lie. We get into the dark side of capitalism. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's where we get into the dark uh, side. And that's where it's like any postpartum mother out there, listen to me. Listen to me. And as someone who's never will experience this, but I will say, <laughs> listen to Parker, the one that's not a mother or has experienced postpartum. I will never give birth, but listen to me. Your body did something amazing. Your body went through trauma and your body is healing and so is your mind and you need to give yourself grace give yourself compassion and realize that you don't have to fit into a certain size you don't have to look a certain way for your body to be amazing and that's for anyone out there that's not just for postpartum mamas that's for anyone out there um just give yourself grace be nice to yourself show compassion but i will be starting my stomach glutide journey because i hate my body so much no <laughs> parker i'm literally kidding actually i'm i'm kidding okay um maybe slightly <laughs> the last thing i want to say is just like if you have any questions or like you are thinking about semi-glutide or anything dm me message me text me comment I'm on our videos <laughs> You can, um, yeah, comment on the video. Call me, beep me. If you, you want to reach, reach me. me. Uh, doesn't matter when, doesn't matter when. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry. Um, what I was trying to say is just, um, I'm open, obviously, to talking yeah. about it. And so if you have any questions or concerns, just slide in my DMs, I guess. Yeah, if you want to send hate speech, don't. It's not worth it. <laughs> Honestly, if you do, I don't I don't care. Honestly, we could have fun. If you want to hate on me for this, go ahead. Like, this is not something I'm going to be like, oh, I'm going to cry yeah. about. Because you know what? It, the deed is done. The deed and is done. Like, I'm on the, the semi-glutide. I'm taking those shots. And I, again, like, I, there's nothing to be embarrassed <laughs> about. There's no shame yeah. in being on semi-glutide. So... But it's again, like, it's your body, your choice. And I live by that for everyone. Body autonomy. Thank you. Um, thank you for sharing. If, I would love to do a follow-up episode if we have more questions from our loyal fan base. Yeah. <laughs> loyal listeners. If anyone has any questions, I'm happy to answer and we can yeah, do like a follow-up or something. Um, we'll do a panel. We'll get a panel and we'll get a doctor in here. Shut and up. <laughs> literally you're done um that's it i think that's all i wanted to talk about i didn't really have anything else i thought that went really well thank you so much for sharing you're and welcome. i you're very brave for sharing it is a vulnerable thing 
um, sharing anything about your body is vulnerable. So I commend you for that. And I'm proud of you for just who you are as a whole and for being the bestest friend and co-podcaster and everything in my life. Thank you. Um, the last thing I just like to say is thank you, God. Thank you, Burn Boot Camp. <laughs> and thank you, Semi-Glutide. Amen. And that's between Sierra, God, and Semi-Glutide. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but thank you guys for listening. We appreciate your guys' support every week and we hope you have a great day and we We just just spilled the the tea. tea. Bye. Bye.